Welcome to the Shutdown Fullcast. Ah, we're in the booth today, live in New York City. It's so cramped. I hate it. <laughs> I'm going to take a selfie right now as oh we're talking God. of how bad this is, because you have to understand, we're in a dark booth that I think is about three by three. Three by three. It's pretty close, yeah. And probably about seven feet in height, Yeah. I'm guessing, because there's really not a whole lot of room in here. And Ryan and I both uh, we're American size. Imagine, imagine. Are you was... about are you about two forty right now? No, I'm not that big. Jesus, I don't. You're thick. I don't know. Maybe not your bones. Too... Maybe your bones are heavy, man. This episode has already gotten off to a terrible start. Okay. But yeah. Imagine a chubby. Because hairy... I'm about two. I'm because uh, I'm, I'm I'm about two thirty five right now. Right, right, right. Yeah. This is a compliment from Spencer. I know. By the way, <laughs> yeah. imagine what is a... your weight? Is Ima- it higher? That's good. <laughs> imagine a chubby, hairy, sweaty. Doctor Who episode, and that's what this is. Yeah, that's that's what we're I, looking at. You may at not here. even be able to get light in here. I, I think we could do it. Oh yeah, no, this is this is really bad. We're extremely, we're extremely cramped in here, um, and that's a it. terrible photo. Yep. Good, good. So we're getting off to a great start for the full cast. Ryan and I are cramped Man, together. This is awesome. Hearing that while also Fuck. looking up and seeing like trees swaying in the breeze. Mm, that's great. Things, and are, things are better down here. Yeah, Jason Kirk live. I gotta look at my life if a person who I think likes me and is a friend is like, yeah, you run two forty, right? God damn. Yeah, you, no, no, that's a, you have to understand. That's a good thing. Ryan's Ryan's proportionally like you know T H I C C. You're you're a thick dude. You're like fullback size. I'm like a black hole. Yeah, right. So I'm I'm just thinking. I'm like he probably weighs more than me. It's just dark matter. I'm just you know I'm guessing. I'm 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 kind of a slight two thirty five. See if when Spencer gives you a high number, that means you have a lot of power. Oh wait, hold on. I'm gonna I'm gonna turn this around. I'm gonna focus on the positive here. This is the last episode with Spencer and I on the shutdown fullcast at all. Congratulations, Jason. Yeah, it's your show now. The only so... host going forward. <clears throat> we took a poll. We said you could kick off me or Spencer or both me and Spencer. And overwhelmingly, people picked both me and Spencer. It's Spencer so what we're gonna do is we're just gonna shut that door. Mm-hmm. And everyone outside of that door is now on this show. There will be no more Gator talk. Thank you. And uh, also, the show is canceled. Cool. So, well, so, just to be clear, everybody not on this show. So, Clay Travis is on this show now. Uh, yep. Me and Clay. Cool. You me, and Clay. Just me dealing. Clay and Bomani. That's, that's doing with all those. <laughs> Just those the PC the, all those PC Bromanis. I think I think a podcast with you, Clay Travis, and Bomani Jones. I don't think Jason gets to say a word. I'm going to do a podcast <laughs> where all I do is accuse other people of being the things you're insecure about, oh, and we're okay. going to make billions. Cool, right? That's why you called me 240. Exactly, <laughs> dude. I'm envious. If I could be a solid 240, that'd be great. Instead, I got to be like a Chick Fil A 240. It's not a good clean 240. <laughs> A it's, peanut oil 240. Yeah, it's a peanut. Yeah, it's a cheap carb 240. You don't want that. Look, oh no! Oh waffle fry 240. Exactly. You look like a bunch of gym. Like at 240, I'd look like a bunch of gymnastic foam blocks stuffed into a garbage bag. <laughs> it's not good. What is that? Is what is that moving assembly of kickboards doing? Exactly. <laughs> this is all a compliment, my uh, brother. Um. Did anything happen this week in college football? Let's see. We did have Jim Harbaugh going to Rome. Yeah. Which I'm very fond of. Yeah. But that's not even the first Jim Harbaugh story we wanted to talk about, no, right? No, uh, because Jim Harbaugh, more recently, I don't know the circumstances of why or how, 
but that's true of almost every Jim Harbaugh story, so let's just assume that that's the preface. Um, he decided to meet up with the guy who hit him with his car when Jim Harbaugh was, like, in grade school, like a six-year-old or something, and just took a picture with him just to be like, hey, this is me and the guy who I darted out in the road and he hit me. Here we are. We're buddies. So is this Jim Harbaugh's supervillain origin story? Like, this is this where he got everything that's wrong with him that has made him who he is? I guess so. Like, 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 like Spider-Man was bitten by a spider, now has spider powers? What did, this is why what Jim Harbaugh what, 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 like what, what, what did the accident do here? What did the car give him? Well, it, it turned have? him into a car, man. All he does is go. Yeah, but I think it, yeah, he, all it does is go. I think it had to be hit with a muscle car, right? So right. he's probably infused with the spirit of, uh, I, I want to say a slightly faulty one. like Sure. Um, not even a muscle car. Let's go like AMC Gremlin, uh-huh. right? It had like, you know, 400 horsepower, but it was all in the back wheels, so you couldn't keep it on the road. That's right. that's Harbaugh right there. <laughs> Gave him the superpowers. And I guess milk is the human equivalent of gasoline. Mm-hmm. So that yeah. tracks. An obsolete fuel. That no one I'd say really use. something something that's really really good and solid for about eleven weeks, and then that twelfth week just oh shit just all falls apart. That's like any road trip. Yeah, that's. I also like this because it's Jim Harbaugh competing. That's all it is. Jim Harbaugh is not going to have an enemy because that would mean losing, right? Right. He's like, winning in every social interaction. Like he's probably he's probably friends with Aaron Rodgers' family. Oh, yeah. Just to show Aaron Rodgers that he can be better at it than he is. I bet Shelly Meyer loves him. He's like, man, Jim Harbaugh's the best. And Urban's like, go, 1-0. Who are you? Why are you here in my office? He's not even remotely crazy like my husband. (laughs) No, it's very different. Yeah, he's he's It's a little bit different, Johnna. I would also state that if you go at Jim Harbaugh on Twitter and you go, like, super hard, he's going to show up at your house in six weeks like, hey, buddy. Let's talk about this. Thought we could spend some time together. Yeah, you want to throw the ball around a little bit? Run a route? I'll show you how to run an in-cut. And you'll be like, yeah, man, I I called you a homosexual <laughs> slur on Twitter, but uh, you can teach me how to do this in-cut. It'll be great. Six minutes later, you're going to be best friends. And guess what? Jim Harbaugh wins Jim again. Jim Harbaugh won. That's a W. Yeah. He's con- life is constant recruiting. All it That's is what is it recruiting. Is. It's constant recruiting. <laughs> this, is, this is a – this man who hit him with his car – that was initially saying, no, I'm not interested. And Jim Harbaugh didn't give up on the recruiting trail. It took decades, but he got he got him to sign the letter of friendship intent, which I guarantee you Jim Harbaugh has people sign letters of friendship intent. Oh, this is why he's exhausting. There's going to be a feature story about why he eventually wears out his welcome somewhere, and it will reference people who are randomly accosted by him via sure. social media contact who are like, yeah, he came to my house. And then he came like three weeks later. At like 4 a.m., I was like, hey, let's go for a run. Come on. Meet me in Temecula. I reserved a tennis court. <laughs> yeah, we'd be done with all sort of like non-contact sports. Yeah, right? we're going to work on your backhand. Yeah. Come on, let's go play shuffleboard. I'm really good at it. Um, but, yeah, that's the only thing that happened in college football this week. Well, that and going to Rome. That and Rome. And Oregon had more assistant coach shenanigans. Florida can't recruit at it all. It's good. 
But again, we won't talk about that in future episodes because Jason won't talk about Florida football. Uh, we'll talk about the recruiting being shitty. That's fine. That's fine. Cool. I guess I guess we can talk about Florida football. Everything about Florida football except the football. That yeah. Mm, I mean, we're we're okay with that. Because you know this this podcast has if if there's one complaint we've gotten, it's that it's too much Florida X's and O's. Way much. Yeah. You know, too much playbook knowledge. Florida football definitively mm-hmm. better than Iowa football. It's that's just our too goddamn esoteric. Oh, I do want to. I do want to add one more Florida-ish update. Um, I have been contacted by the good people at Outback Steakhouse. I don't know what's going to happen. It's very preliminary, but as of now, that line of communication has been established. Hashtag Fry and Nanny. Fry and Nanny. Hashtag Fry and Nanny. I I will also say this. When I talked to them, they were like, "Hey, we really appreciated how enthusiastic you are about." The Bloomin' Onion costume, and they also mention our colleague um, Richard Johnson, who wrote a story about how in Gainesville they ran out of free Bloomin' Onions. And they were like, "Yeah, it was great to see all this excitement about the Outback Bowl," and I was like, mm-hmm. "Yep, definitely, That's exactly, definitely do yeah. not. You did not listen to the Shutdown Fullcast episode about." your bowl game and i thank you, you for that that's, that's you great. you have diagnosed and summed up the exact description of how we feel about this bowl yep that and um, i do want to go over the if we are taking recruiting overseas i would like to go over the programs and the places that i believe they would visit okay because rome's really a michigan pick right like, sure. oh rome is the perfect michigan pick because the michigan is basically a public ivy crowd can be like yes all the culture and history and mm. education and blah 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 exactly uh, but right it was a, it was a lot better a long time ago huh? <laughs> there is that Ooh. damn that split title with greece <laughs> oh man don't you don't you remember with the gauls the gauls coming in i mean the difference is rome successfully defeated the elephant team <laughs> I was trying to figure out how to do that. Oh, you you did a, it, Ryan. You did you. it. Thank Man, you. that is a hell of a pivot. <laughs> that is amazing. All right, but who else you got? Well, I think that if uh, we're going to take other teams on the road, and if this is a recruiting chip, and I believe it is, Arkansas is going straight to Cancun, baby. <laughs> <laughs> like, they're just not even – like, they might try to be like, oh, we'll go to Chichen Itza. We'll uh-huh. go look at some – Temples in the jungle or whatever. And meanwhile, in his brain, all Brett's hearing is, I'm taking them boys to Hooters! Woo! Yeah, they're, definitely... just, they're just not going to get very far, is what it is. No. Like, the the map is all plotted out, but I, I think we'll just park it right here. Yeah, that's good. I mean, this is an artifact, isn't it? Look. Let's just uh, let's just tie the boat up right here and see what we can, <laughs> we see what we can explore. Local culture. Just no shame. Just go for it. LSU, I think they're going to exploit some of those cultural ties, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, they're, they're, they, you say, oh, they'll go to Paris, right? No. No, no, we're going to St. Martin. <laughs> <laughs> it's French. It's French-ish. Ish? Yeah. Not St. Martin. Right. But uh, St. Martin. Yeah. Yeah, so they're going to go to St. Martin, mm-hmm. right? Uh, because that's definitely a cultural uh, occurrence for them. Yep. Right? Yep. Um, I believe that uh, USC. Ooh. Yeah. They're, they're uh, Trojans, right? Okay. Right? So you think they're going to Greece? No, no, they're just going to Hawaii. Okay. <laughs> they're, just, they're just going to Hawaii. Okay, man. I'm sorry. Like, I'm sorry. They're already that close. Right. Why not, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, like, yeah, we'll mm-hmm. go to Tahiti. They're Trojans, right? Yep. It starts with a T. We can do that. 
And I think that Boston College, they'll probably go someplace really miserable. That's the, That would be the thing for me, right? They'll like go to, they'll go to Barrow? Yeah, they'll go to Barrow. At the, at the exact wrong time? Iceland at the worst possible time, sure, yeah. right? Yeah. Like, let's take the boys someplace fun like Reykjavik in January. <laughs> that's like that's like mid-volcano, right? Iceland yeah. at the worst time? Right. Dudes being volcanoes, being seasonal affective disorder. I really want to see the program that tries, like, I want to see Rutgers try this, and it, it they accidentally, it ends up being like when Cuban baseball players used to come to the U.S. and they defect. <laughs> Rutgers would be like, yeah, we're down a couple wide receivers. They live in Belgium now. They said it's better there. Rutgers just goes to JMU. They're, they're really good at soccer. <laughs> it's amazing. We lost a couple into a third division finish team. I want to know the ones that will take this seriously and get it totally wrong. Because, you know, Michigan, yeah. sure, they'll do some educational value, right? But they're just going to have a good time. Be frank. Oh, Northwestern will do this wrong. Yeah, they're going to a country where you can drink when you're 18 and get cheap pizza wherever wait 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 so so the the idea of this is you go somewhere far away that's a lot better place Mm -hmm. so northwestern is going to go all the way to chicago yeah that's wow have you guys ever been over here that's a western michigan town that's crazy talk it's amazing uh northwestern will get it wrong i also feel confident that the university of florida given its current trajectory will get it wrong fsu won't go because they're scared of it they're scared of foreigners <laughs> that's it they're like, why'd we go anywhere else the usa well, is fine here, here's what's hey, happening i was gonna say paul johnson's gonna take georgia tech to atlanta wherever Flor- <laughs> wherever florida goes they will book the tickets they will be non-refundable and then somebody will say wait there's not like a CIA travel advisory for that country, is there? Oh, oh, <laughs> oh, oh, oh shit. <laughs> oh, shit. Wait, we're going to rural Turkey? Close to the Syrian border? Yes. Good news. We we lost that four-star cornerback, but we got Zika. Yeah, mm. we literally and, lost and, him. And, and Mike Leach seeing all this going on and realizing he has to trump everybody else and like... Man, he's gonna go somewhere really fucking dangerous. Very honest trench. What do you bet? What do you bet they've been doing that for years anyway? Right? Like sure. and we just don't know about it. We'll hear about a player and like Luke Falk will go, Yeah, that's weird. We went to Rome nine years ago. Where'd you go this time? Well, it's funny. We went out to uh we went up to British Columbia and the survivalist camp. Yeah, we've been practicing on the India Pakistan border. It's crazy. For years. <laughs> Jammu Kashmir. It's like the Pullman <laughs> of the subcontinent. It's nutty. Uh, so that's pretty much everything that actually happened in college football. We were going to answer some reader questions this week, uh, five days short of signing day, where, remember, Florida's definitely not being out-recruited by um, by Inter- everybody. Inter-team. Texas. Yep. Actually, Texas is below Florida okay. at this point. Well. So. If, yeah, that doesn't really mean as much as it used to. Well, I mean, they're both operating with new coaches. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, oh, actually, we, hmm. yeah, we're, huh. this is your, it's going to be your four. God, Jason's edition of this podcast is going to be, I'm, I'm going to subscribe. Like, I don't listen to this podcast now. I will once we're not on it. Yeah. I'm sorry. I absolutely year, will. Year three. I just lose track. <laughs> they're all the same. So, so many memories. <laughs> just piling up. Just piling up. It's amazing. Um, Jason, please save us with a question. Um, let's see. What's the Boston of the South? That's from Dylan Bishop on Twitter. Nashville! No, it's not. Nashville! This would be the city that doesn't have very many people, but somehow is treated as, like, this massive cultural center. Charleston. Mm -hmm. Yes, Charleston. Because you also need the, like, Hmm. like, 
double dipped in history element to it yeah. and i think charleston probably fits that mm. more accurately than see you also you're gonna need nasty ocean food okay yeah sure. true kind of overrated mm -hmm. ocean food for the most part right um racism <laughs> yeah yeah i got that really uh there's a minor league baseball team in both mm -hmm. i think true yep true overrepresented for its size oh definitely Definitely. Uh, it, ridiculous accent. Check. Mm -hmm. <laughs> like, like you can't be serious. Accent. Yeah. Like Charleston's one of those places where if you're actually from there and you actually have that accent, um, you walk in the room and people are like, is he drunk? <laughs> How are you doing? <laughs> you're like, listen, I'm Southern, but that's a step too far from me, dude. Um, not places you should go for coffee. Definitely not places you should go for coffee. No. Um, is trash. So that's it. I, I think uh, I think we've we've sewn it up. Also, kind of unbearable weather. Like uh -huh. it's 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 really low key. Like people are like, oh man, Boston, the weather sucks. You ever been to Charleston in July? Ooh. Yeah, they're like, that's by the coast. Yeah. Yeah, the coast is <laughs> now in your crotch. Yeah, you wouldn't really know it. You're like, do you like reedy swamps? Mm, oh, the reedy swamps. <laughs> so yes, Charleston is the Boston of the South. We did it. That was easy. Next. Y'all, y'all, are y'all looking at these or am I? Am I got I one. Um, it's from okay. uh, it's from our good friend Joshua B. Black. Once met Stone Cold in a Win Dixie buying dip. I hope he's talking about chips and dip. Because that, that's funnier than <laughs> I love buying the French dip. onion. Exactly. Like I'm going to a party. <laughs> Cracks too. <laughs> Cracks the like sour cream together. You guys like mild or medium? Do, 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 I got do, both. Do, do, do. <laughs> yeah, mild. Stone Cold's definitely. Up. <laughs> I got mild queso. And he walks in. Say something about mild queso. 316 calories a serving. That's somebody standing by the table of snacks and goes, do we have any dip? <laughs> <laughs> he just walks in and, you know, it's like, I brought dip. Okay, so. What's the weirdest place? What? I got Arby's sauce. What? <laughs> What's the... <laughs> Um, I and then I picked up some more horsey sauce. So Met Met probably doesn't qualify because I did not talk to her. Because when you live in New York, you do see famous people, and the unspoken rule is you don't talk to famous people. Uh, but I was at Trader Joe's years ago, and I saw Molly Shannon, formerly of Saturday Night Live, in this Trader Joe's, and she was looking at hummus, and she was wearing a bright red raincoat and a bright red rain hat. And it was very confusing because I was like, you wouldn't wear that if you wanted to be unnoticed. But there she was. I said nothing to her and I moved on. That's the, that's the New York thing to do, right? Yes. Yeah, to you just keep, to keep barely pushing. even notice Acknowl humanity. To, to, yeah, I mean, acknowledging the existence of another person in this city opens you up to possibly having to have any meaningful relationship with them in any way and that cannot happen it's wild man first time you go to new york you're like wow i'm i'm actually a really friendly person because like everyone here seems like an asshole compared yep. to me i thought i was a dick but i'm actually not well it's 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 not open hostility it's no not no, no it's, it's just, just like, it's, it's just like you're walking through a like it's it's like a bunch of ghosts walking past yes, each other. Yes, it's it's mutual disregard. It's just Go mutual ghosts disregard. Sprinting past each if other. If you actually need help, I think people who live here are more than willing to provide it. 
if you are looking for conversation, you should leave. So that that is probably the opposite, uh, the difference between a town like there and like here. Whereas here, it's like, hey, hey, y'all, how you doing? You know, everybody's got something to say. But yep. if it's like, oh, shit, my leg's broke, help. It, can't hear you. Got a tea time. Later, y'all. So we're we're bullshit nice, whereas New York is no no uh, recognition whatsoever unless absolutely necessary. Right, yeah. I think people here are just loud nice. Like I saw somebody yesterday had a woman had dropped her bag, and I watched somebody run a whole block yeah. to give her a bag. Yeah. But when he got there, it was this: "Hey, lady, you dropped your bag," <laughs> and she's like, "Thank you." It's because we're not used to talking to one another. <laughs> no ability. It just feels to... so foreign. It yeah. did. It was. It was great to watch though because I'm like, this is a heartwarming moment of human interaction, and it's happening at 78 decibels like, each way. Yeah, it's like when you're speaking to somebody who you don't. You know, when you talk to somebody who you don't think they understand English, and so you just get louder. It's the exact same thing. I also think it's 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 territory. It's range finding. Yeah. Right, like mm-hmm. you got to stay five feet back. We I'm going to ex- extend the hand forward with the bag. Yeah, little known fact: we echolocate. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> they're like bats wearing black. Um, what do you have a famous? Person I do, I do. It's not, it's not the weirdest place to see a famous person. Yeah. but the the degree of interaction and how it happened was my favorite because it was in Las Vegas and it was at the Palazzo. Uh, there is a Lamborghini dealership and at the bottom of the palazzo, and then a tremendous escalator that goes, I believe, three or four floors up to the floor of the casino. It's or to, to the lobby. I forget where. But uh, Mario Vitale has a restaurant in Palazzo, or at least he did, and I think he was getting it set up. I'm on the way up from the Lamborghini dealership where I was buying a car. <laughs> yep. And Blog I'm, life. Yeah. In case they don't get it, by the way, they have an enormous horny-looking bowl statue, <laughs> right? At the bottom, like as if your your masculinity wasn't projected enough, right, and theatrical enough at the Lamborghini dealership. They have this giant bull with huge balls out in front, like, penis. That's that's what you're looking at when you go to the Lambo. So I, I was going on the way up the escalator, and, and on the way down was Mario Batali. And I will tell you, there is no one on the planet that looks more like Mario Batali than Mario Batali, yep. right? Yep. There are some celebrities who you go, ah, it could be this person or it could be that or, or person. There, there are certain celebrities who look very different in person than they do in real life. And Mario Batali, because I've also seen him on the street, looks exactly like you think he does. Correct. He's descript. Yes. He's not nondescript. Yes. He is a very descript-looking person, yep. right? Shock orange hair. Mm-hmm. It's not Pulled red. back in a ponytail. It's orange. It's ponytail. It's thin up top. Yep. He looks smug as fuck. He's probably- Nobody looks happier to be himself than Mario Batali. He's probably wearing some sort of fleece vest. Correct. Yep. He was wearing a fleece vest, even though it was one tan outside. Mm-hmm. Okay. With a dress shirt underneath. Orange Crocs. He had on a pair of orange Crocs. So he's coming down the escalator, and you can see the orange Crocs because he's, you know, coming all the way down. And I look, and I'm not cool about this, right? I looked at him, and I kind of looked off. And then I was like, no, 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 he can deal with this. I looked at it, and I went and held up a finger. You can't see I'm doing this, but I held up an index finger, and I was like, that's you, right? (laughs) 
<laughs> Which isn't technically true. Anybody can answer that in the affirmative. It's yes. a really dumb way to this ask is, a question. Yes, this is my corporeal form. Right. I now, agree. Keep in mind, we're both moving at the same right, time, right. which gives in it this nice directions. little narrative, right? Yeah. Moving in opposite directions. Yeah. So I have to turn my head around for him to, because I asked this right as he's passing. And he this looks. This is a at, cut scene from a Wes Anderson film. Correct. And he looks up at me with like the smuggest goddamn look on his face, holds up a hand with the palm facing himself. Right, right. Like he's. Like an, Ital- like an Italian. Uh, giving you what for right like it, like he's taking a picture of himself correct <laughs> like he's holding the phone the invisible phone in his hand and he gestures a little bit forward and backward right, right? right. as if going hey and hey. he goes he goes yeah <laughs> <laughs> and he looked so thrilled to be himself yeah and i was like god that's a life yeah, lesson you know if you what? could just be as completely content in being yourself as mario Batali is. Hey, you know what i am fucking me that's <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he just looked like fat and glorious, and he probably drank like eight bottles of wine the night yeah. before and yeah, ate like yeah. 5,000 calories, and wow, he looked radiant. <laughs> so that's my cele- that's my ce- weirdest place I met a celebrity, which is on an escalator going the other way while asking them, is that you? Oh, I do have another one that I thought of. Hmm. I, so a off-Broadway show that my wife worked on at the time had a rap party where... Um, they invited all the cast members who had ever been on the thing uh, to a party at a bar, a uh, two-story bar. And one of the women who was on the show at one point was Lala. Mm-hmm. And so Carmelo Anthony was at this rap party, and he stood out like a sore thumb because he was the only athlete there, and he was definitely the only, like, 6'9 guy there. Mm-hmm. And Carmelo Anthony, uh, have you ever been to a social event with your significant other that you are it, you it's not for you. You yeah. just are there to accompany. And he had you know, Carmelo Anthony is a, a fabulously wealthy accomplished person. But all he could do was slump over the rail on the balcony of the second floor with his chin in his hand and look at a Yankees game bored. They're party. just as miserable as we yeah, are. Yeah, yeah, it was good. It was very good. Um, I want to get this Boston slander amped up. Okay, Jason. Kirk. Well, hang on, hang on, hang on. Let me. Let me I so um, met Buff Bagwell at a Waffle House. Oh, I can't forget this. Yeah, yeah. go ahead. <laughs> um, in Atlanta, obviously meeting people at Waffle House. That's that's nothing. But this one was pretty special. It was about three a.m. Um, and he'd be. He'd been out. He'd been out that night, um, and he's he's a an, apparently an avid motorcyclist. It was at the time. He had like helmet with sticker with like the bitch fell off one of those stickers on it. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> he, he was there by himself, so I'm just gonna assume he was in between gatherings. Um, and we were there. I think this was still high school, and one of our friends who was like a uh, defecting FBI agent. He was kind of like on the way out of the bureau so he was planning on some mischief and he was trying to get us in on all these like epic pranks like oh we're gonna reroute all the stop signs from wherever to wherever and like and stuff like that and uh we tried to get buff bagwell in on that but he didn't want to um also met little john there one time and uh the answer to the question turned down for what is lots of stuff because he's very very quiet subdued normal (laughs) (laughs) not a very large man uh just extremely normal guy he is he is his name is little john so that's true it's not big john yeah that that that's it for me okay uh you want to drag boston now 
Yeah, it's time. It's time for some Boston slander. Okay. Because uh, we do have one Falcons fan. I'm aware of the Falcons. That's my official Falcons stance. Falcons awareness. Yeah, I practice Falcons awareness. Mm-hmm. I'm aware that they exist. Yeah. Uh, we, I, uh, if if you were forced at gunpoint to pick an NFL team, who are you going with? He's going Jags. Death. <laughs> I don't. Right. I don't need to waste right. my time like that. If you were, if someone you love was, was at gunpoint and you were forced to pick an NFL team, mm, let's talk about how much I love this person. A time bomb has been <laughs> strapped kind of, to you, a baby. Are we talking about? Yeah, are we talking about nephew love? <laughs> are we talking about uncle love? Because if it's an uncle up there, in law, mm. I don't know. Um, if I had to pick a team, I want somebody who I can give up on after the first two weeks, so I can do something else. So yeah, the Jags. Mm-hmm. I pick, okay. I pick the Jags, and then I just be like, "Oh, look, they're losing, whatever, right?" Because that was like the closest I, be- I I ever got to becoming an NFL, an NFL fan was being a Bucks fan around '97 through '99. Okay, yeah, okay? the the Derek Brooks, John Lynch, right? Was, yeah, and that was a lot like, of Bucks fans on here. <clears throat> That's yeah, fine. that was the closest I came, and I never quite sealed the deal in terms of actually becoming emotionally devoted to them. Which was a good idea <laughs> because yeah. uh, they went in the tank for uh, ever after that. They just after, yeah after they won the Super Bowl. After yeah. they won the Super Bowl, it's just it's just trash, right? They were like, yeah, we did it once, y'all. It was like losing weight, right? See, I showed you I could. It's like your friend who loses forty five right. pounds. You're like, mm-hmm. yeah, looking lean, boys. I yeah. had to order a sandwich. I take, got a, cl- take, I, take a take a lot of pictures right now. Hurry, hurry. I got yeah. clean. Yeah, it's not gonna stick, but I showed you I could. <laughs> Let's get a pizza. No, the, back the, to journey, the journey is half half the battle. Back to heroin. That um, That is as close as I got. But if I had to pick a team, the Jags, because they require the least effort, because it's the same thing's going to happen every yeah. time. They're just going to suck and be awful. Or the Browns. Like, like what's like you don't even have to watch the Browns. You just have to get on social media and go, oh, Browns, and then you don't watch the games. Well, if we're setting aside the teams and all that, there's at least some – Somewhere in your cold, dead soul, some some <laughs> fraction of local pride at stake in this Super Bowl. That 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 much I can confidently say. I, I will say that in this clash of cultures, I am firmly on Team Atlanta. That's it. I'm actually just in it just to ride for Atlanta. That's it. Because Atlanta, of course, represents so many positive qualities that Boston lacks and will never have. For instance, uh, we have uh, culture. That's That's one thing Atlanta has, correct? Uh, have a have a music scene and have had for decades. That's cool. Boston has a band called literally Boston. Sure, and Aerosmith. And the Pixies. There. So I mean, I'm out. That's it. We we summed up Boston music. There you go. I got that. Oh, and you got that. Boston actually hasn't. We're just gonna drop Boston facts on you. Right. Boston hasn't released a new song since shipping up to Boston. They just stopped. <laughs> That's it. Sounds right. Every every radio station just plays that all day long. <laughs> if you could imagine anything funnier than that played 50 times. Do you know how hard I would laugh if I listened to that 49 times and then I heard... So there's that. Uh, there's pride in their local sports teams, right? Because uh, they win a lot of championships, which, yeah, I think you can take personal pride in that. I think that's a good substitute for personal achievement. Sure. Sure. Atlanta, we're past that. We don't need the validation <laughs> of the championship for our lifestyle. We are, yeah, we are, uh, we're post-championships. Who are the best brothers associated with Atlanta? The best brothers? Yeah. The best twins associated with Atlanta are the yin-yang twins. See, yeah. again, we're, we're beyond brothers because Migos, they're like cousins and uncles and stuff. I mean, that's way better than the Aflacs, right? 
Yeah. Oh, listen, as far as I know, no one in Migos has actually been accused of several things. Well, fair. They've, they've confessed to several things on record. And the Gang Twins would have made a much better Batman v Superman movie. I mean, the only thing wrong the Migos ever did was go to Valdosta, right? Statesboro, that's what it was. Statesboro, Statesboro. yeah, you just got you just got to stay out of Statesboro. Statesboro is the Boston of Georgia. Yeah, never never go back to Statesboro. <laughs> that's true. Remember, they win championships too in Statesboro. <laughs> <laughs> never go anywhere where their where their teams win games. Um, I, I want to divert. Uh, by the way, the other piece of Boston slander is this: I've never been there. I don't actually know. Like, you can make up things. They have a it's problem. Fine. They have a problem with polydactly. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yep. It's a frequent problem with polydactly. I've heard that. Yeah. Their politicians lose elections. It's my favorite thing. My grandmother, my Southern Democrat grandmother going, y'all going to lose another election listening into those Yankees. God damn think, it. Um, I do think if you if you have it, the dollop, the podcast, the dollop mm-hmm. has a good two part episode on the um, Boston busing riots. Mm. Uh yeah. That's good. Uh, that ever happened in Atlanta? Non- no, that didn't happen in Atlanta. That's not flattering. That's true. That's good. Oh, also, our talk radio hosts only make jokes about paralyzed Saints players. They don't actually harass African-American and female sports writers online exclusively. So that's pretty good. We just try to have a conversation. You just come and defend yourself. You wrote court. something. You wrote words, and therefore we are entitled to scream I'm, at you. I'm owed explanation. Yeah, just know that. That's the difference between Atlanta sports radio and Boston sports radio. It's an entirely different brand of deplorable across the board. Ah, we fired those assholes. <laughs> kind of. Well, I think they, two of them still have jobs. Where, where's Mike Bell at? I don't know. It's, temporary. It's, best, it's best not to look. We like we like stage fired them, right? You're fired. I Comes mean, back you, sir. <laughs> Sports radio morality is probably the worst way to compare anything. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't listen to any of it, but I'm pretty confident we're not as uh, objectionable. Um, the, the question I would like to ask and answer here comes from... Spencer M. Uh, at Spencer, what's the worst regional food you've ever eaten? Mm. The worst regional food you've so ever eaten. So besides In-N-Out, um, it'd have to be something Midwestern or, or Northeastern, right? I don't know. I mean, there's some kind of rank. We make fun of Skyline Chili a lot, but Skyline Chili is very much not good. It's I not, don't understand why it exists. I wouldn't make now. I'm, by the way, as a blanket, I wouldn't make fun of Midwestern food because you can you can get some you can get some solid. Oh sure, oh sure. I'll tear down a Bob Evans just like anybody yeah, will. Yeah, Culver, Culver's is good. I enjoy Culver's. Culver's is oh, solid. Hell yeah. Culver's is spreading into the South. If that tells you anything. Yeah. Um. I'll I'll pretty much uh, all of that like north like like what I would call Northwestern camping food, mm-hmm. yep, right? Yep, yep. Like when you go to Minnesota and you go camping and they're like, guess what, boys? It's just like jam and jerky for days. Like that's <laughs> that's delicious. That's fine. Okay, I'll take the Midwest off the table. Let's go back to the Northeast then. I'll put a rogue Southeastern one in there, okay? Because there's, there's a couple of nasty Southern specialties that I escape me. Go ahead. Yeah, we'll eat any part of a pig. It's true, but man, like... That doesn't I, bother me. But I don't know why you'd ever be proud of pimento cheese. I don't know... Yeah, but the, you hate all cheese. Yeah, but like that idea in okay. particular, just okay. I don't get that in sweet tea. I do not understand why people are proud of it. I'm just like, cool, that, that's awesome. You got like bad milk on a spread and you've got diabetes in a glass. So like, the thing about pimento cheese, it's not that it's like explain it's it, cheese. Explain it to like, me. 
like no 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 i i have nothing good to say about it i'm just sort of i'm sort of explaining your side a little bit because i think i understand it's not just that it's cheese or that it's especially terrible cheese it's that people make such a big fucking deal out of it like it's this cultural staple yeah like cheese man i'm not gonna play identity politics with a spread i gotta put it on something larger you know like fried chicken that's fine like, like I'll fight over fried chicken, but like a spread, don't tell me that's a big deal. Um, or a uh, or a, a mint julep. Yeah, this it's is, it's the mint julep of cheese. This is kind of in line with sweet tea, but like chess pie or any of those pies that are like, hey, what if it was pecan pie but with just the the, the sugar? Yeah, oh yeah, it's just like, trash. That shit yeah. is, I hate that shit. There's, I think it's fucking it's, it's, awful. It's it's a low effort food. Yeah, it's like no, I I'd rather not just eat corn syrup served with crust but thank you yeah that's very i guess the thing about the south is there's nothing terrible that we all like you know what i mean like i mean sweet sweet tea is the closest Mm, yeah Yeah. well i mean even sweet tea is just like it's it's candy it's not bad it's just also i feel like i feel like sweet tea is like your entry level southerner kit thing right like i'll love my sweet tea and my guns like that's come on yeah make a big show of like I'll I'll have a glass of tea, sweet or unsweet. What do you mean? Did you grow up in New Hampshire? Yeah. No, sir. No, sir. This is not some Larry the Cable Guy bullshit. Hell oh, no, the... I'm not forgetting. <laughs> the 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 ultimate. Actually, I am a Southerner. Mm-hmm. Thing is like in like intentionally calling every soda Coke. Like, okay, yeah, your granddad <laughs> did. And we all thought that was hilarious. You know that's fucking mellow yellow. You don't have to pretend you habitually call everything in a can Coke. Yeah, don't don't act aghast when you're like, <gasps> RC! RC is actually low-key, like, that's that's your subtle, like, I'm super Southern pick. If you're like, no, so, like, I mean, I have, the, I have the bad yeah. habit of when I hear, is Pepsi okay, saying, Ugh. like, sure, I'll, I know, I'll, I'll know, I'll, that. I'll, but, I'll, like, I'll do that. All, all brown things in cans aren't either Coke or bad. For one, tab fucking rules. <laughs> Agreed. <laughs> All right, so this is the second most strong stance you've ever taken yeah, on this no, podcast. I, I like this passion. <laughs> so I have strong opinions about like four things, which are Chicken cheap and food, rap albums. Fuck, how um, am I the one who's 240? Like a few football things, not most. Never like, who's the best team? Nothing like that. Uh, so three things, yeah. Actually, probably my daughter's probably got me some strong Star Wars and Pokemon opinions by now. So there we go. Oh, yeah, there was a new Star Wars title. Mm. Oh, yeah. That's all I got. It broke the naming convention. I, it, it, I just, and the, it's got a different color, too. Mm. Well, I just, people are all worked up because it's called The Last Jedi, but I'm like, if we were all out to dinner and I said, oh, is it cool if I have the last pizza slice? You wouldn't think, like, is it the last one ever? Actually, I'm Drax the Destroyer. I do actually think that. <laughs> so right? like, I don't, That saying- joke went over your head. I'm too fast. Ryan, you're saying this is the last Jedi at this Stevie B's. Right, exactly. Correct. <laughs> this CC's Pizza advertises this last Jedi. But if you here. wait we 10 got minutes, the, we, there we got will be the midichlorian detectors are at the other uh, Stevie B's. Yeah. Correct. Um, I will also state that for worst regional food, the most mishandled food, I'm going to go back to a little bit of New England slander. Okay. The lobster roll is the most overrated. Like, the problem is that lobster, it's a hot dog bun. Lobster rolls are very. <laughs> I think lobster rolls are done well. Are very. They're tasty. great if you actually but, season them. But lobster is trash. First of all, what? 
when you have to pay eighteen dollars for it. Eighteen dollars for, for eighteen dollars for lump lobster meat it sucks, and a man. hot dog bun that doesn't have anything on it. Yeah, it's not great. Does balut count as a regional food? What's that? <laughs> Do you really not know? Uh, balut? Balut is a Southeast Asian street food uh, that is a fetal duck egg. The duck inside is allowed to mature to the point where it has no bones, but it does sometimes have a beak and mm-hmm. some feathers, Yep. and then it is Hard boiled, and you eat it like a hard boiled egg. I mean, if you're if you're if you're using the broadest possible definition of yeah. regional food, I've had it. Yeah, so have I. Yeah, and so yeah. How, uh, did you like it? I think it tasted fine. It is very psychologically traumatizing. It's, so it's so it's it's poultry and egg at the same time. Yes, it's chicken and a biscuit. Man, that's like a fifth of a Waffle House meal. <laughs> sure, that sounds fine. Yeah, no, I mean, I'm I'm okay with it. I will state though. <laughs> it's psychologically difficult. Yeah. It's, it's not. I don't want to go as far as traumatizing, but it is a complex thing intellectually yeah, to, uh, right, to process. Right. It you're... is. It is. I think. I think veganism would be much more successful if they were like, "Here, have balut. Tell me how you feel." No, you get. <laughs> or if you actually had to like slaughter an animal, right. like when you do it, you're like, "Oh, this is horrible." <laughs> oh my god, there's a lot of blood in these. Like Jesus, a lot of blood. It knows what's happening. This is. It's bad. So yeah, uh, balut and sweet tea. Those are the two. Snacks, What's next? snacks of the future in Brooklyn. Six what a weeks. meal! 